What is one little trick to park parenting communication mistakes? Oh, you think I'm gonna fall for your clickbait? I am. I am tizing you to come and follow the clickbait, but I got a sneaker for you. I'm sneaking this around because you are the one that actually has the clickbait. Mr. Now, driver's ed teacher. Now we're former driver's former ed teacher. Former driver's ed teacher. <laughs> You're going to park us. Hey, it was a great experience. Best May, 25 years of your life. Work, worked with my, allowed me to stay in coaching. Mm-hmm. Some extra money. Yep. Great experience with, with kids. Yep. It was actually way less stressful than coaching basketball. That surprises me. Yeah. That yeah. surprised me because terror to me is sitting in the passenger seat with a teenage driver. Oh, terror for me was having certain players inbound the ball. Oh, gosh. Amen. I could go <laughs> but, back to some yeah. moments in my career as well. But back to the clip, clickbait. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, what immediately comes to mind is bananas, guinea pigs, and perpendicular parking. Bananas, guinea pigs, and perfect. Okay, this is going to be a great episode. I've had two serendipitous moments in the last. I just had one four- listening to you use the word serendipitous. Serendipitous. I used to give prizes out to kids that could bust out five syllable words wow. in class, you know, in Most an actual impressive. sense. Yeah, that's a five syllable word right there. Impressive. Sorry to interrupt with that. No, that's all right. That was very beautiful. Two moments. One was witnessing a perpendicular parking. I will just classify it as an incident. Snafu. (laughs) And the second was on the couch this morning as uh, (laughs) our grandson was at our house. and, And what does that have to do with parking? Well, I was watching a I had never seen this before, but apparently it's a Japanese anime show for okay. kids. And you have guinea pigs that are cars. Okay. And the sound they make is poi poi. I mean, it's called... Uh, is that I didn't like horn? That, is that a guinea pig sound? That's the sound that a guinea pig makes, apparently, which I was unaware wow. of. But yeah, it's called uh, poi poi mole car. All right. Yeah. Haven't and heard of it. They had the stereotypical driver's ed teacher at a driving school. And did it look just like you? (laughs) (laughs) He did have some nice shades on. But they had the stereotypical cars, inexperienced drivers, which are these guinea pigs with wheels, and they make the noise. (laughs) Boy, 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 boy. (laughs) They were... They were parking horribly. They weren't straight. The, the, you know, the teacher, of course, what, what do teachers do? Oh, they yell. They and get rah, mad. Rah, rah, rah. They yell. And anyway, he would physically go over there and, and move them and straighten them out into the it's spaces. like my PE teachers in junior high school. Sure. But it, this all started with, I mean, I knew we were supposed to do this episode after the... Of course. Was, before I saw the guinea pigs, but then when I saw the guinea pigs, I'm like, oh, okay, oh, I got to yeah. talk to Nate about this. We're we for sure are going somewhere. Boy, boy, bull car. I mean, That's where rem- we're going. It remains to be seen where <laughs> we're going to go. But I was sitting in a parking lot. I had pulled through in a perpendicular parking space. Okay. For those of you that are math challenged like me, we're talking about 90 degree parking spaces. Yep. 
This is the most common parking there is because it, you can fill up the most, uh, use, make the best use of space. Yep. Angle parking makes it easier for everybody, but no, we go with a lot of perpendicular parking here. And I had pulled through, so I was straight and in the middle. And As a good driver's ed instructor should be. Sure. And there was a space open to me, to my right, and pretty busy parking lot, and here comes a, an SUV that is <laughs> driving on the right side of the aisle because okay. that's what we do in America. Right. Well, most, most of us do. And, and I was just kind of watching them because I was getting ready to get out of my car, and they started to turn into the space next to me, and I just started to cringe. And they, they're fairly tight spaces. It was an SUV. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they are pulling the banana trick here. <laughs> like your car is not a banana. You cannot park. Like if you try, if you are right next to the space and you're trying to turn right into the space, that works if you're a banana. Uh-huh. Your vehicle is not a banana. It is like fixed. It's not pliable. You right. can't, it's not curved. And only the front wheels move. This is a horrific <laughs> parking technique to try to use. Well, they get halfway in and now I'm kind of looking close because they are within six inches of my right front fender. Oh, wow. And they're almost, they're getting close to the car that's, that's going to be on their left and they stop. I immediately thought my car was still running. I was getting ready to, to shut it down and get out. I immediately look in my rearview mirror because I had pulled through the space. Mm-hmm. I was going to back out. I was going to just make this easier for them and prevent any chance of a little scrape. Somebody had just pulled into the space behind me. <laughs> there's no no word. escape for you. There's no escape. So I'm looking out of the corner of my eye and I can see the person looking over at me and sees that I'm in there. They stop. <laughs> now they have an audience and the pressure they goes way up. <laughs> they stop. They go a little bit further. I'm thinking, am I going to have to say something? Am I going to have to get their attention? They're really getting close to hitting me. And there's no way they're going to be straight. And then this happened. They put it in reverse, did the backup of shame, and drove on. <laughs> they didn't try to park No, there. they didn't try to park again. And I thought, oh, should I jump out Too and reversed. run down there and just tell them the one weird little trick? Oh, perpendicular parking. Let's hear it. Driver's tips today on the Stop Parenting, Start Coaching podcast. Yes. Brought and to if you, you by are the driving, we've, we've told you this before. If you're going to take notes and you are driving, pull over. Yes. Okay. The little trick is. It's so simple. Why, why don't people do this? They get too I, sped up. Yes. We're in too big of a hurry to get into Walmart. If, it is so simple. If you are going to park in a 90 degree perpendicular squared off parking space. If you're on the right, you need to move over to the left, swing way out to the left. And then if you turn early or late, you have room to adjust. You could park a suburban between two suburbans. Mm. If you're parking on the left, usually you're driving on the right side of the aisle. So Too you're already wide. set up You've for this. Angle. And it seems a little easier because we are on the left side of the vehicle. It's easier to park on the left. I'm always looking for spots on the left, but 
now this is now this is going to be crazy because when we're when I'm driving now you're going to be watching me as I know perpendicular part. <laughs> I'm going to be evaluating myself, but, my spouse. But my if kids. I see a spot on the right, I swing out to the left. If there's somebody around, I signal so they can see. Hey, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. And then it makes it so mm. much easier. I mean, if we went out to the parking lot right now, Nate, we would we would just start walking around and you'd go banana, 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 banana. banana. These are the people that end like up hanging out in Guatemala. There's bananas <laughs> all over. They were, I thought they were mainly from Ecuador. South, great bananas down there. Great bananas. Yeah. Costa Rica. We too. could talk about banana republics and that. Like that's, that, I know that was Guatemala. So yeah, but we would see them all over the place. These are the people that make it hard for you to get open your door. Yep. These are the people that have one... Or that destroy your car with their door when they open it. Yeah, you the back right... There's a dent right there. The back right tire is partially on the line, on the mm-hmm. painted line. Yeah, this is horrific. We really need to fix yeah. this. So that But one, what does this have to do with parenting? Yeah, that's, but the one little trick you're saying is you basically set up your maneuver. You swing you s- wide to set up that excellent parking job. This is all about preparation, and it's a simple preparation yes. that pays off big when it comes to perpendicular parking. But if we don't ever think about it, then we never do it and we end up getting stuck in banana mode. And everybody does it. And if you do park like a banana, it's not like you come out and there's a ticket, you know. Right. And, I mean, if you were going to do tickets, <laughs> if I was going to do tickets, I would actually do them in the shape of a banana. They would be on yellow paper. It's not I, a bad idea, actually. There's no harm, no foul if we it, it would just be good, honest fun, wouldn't it? If we did, that? I'm just I'm just sitting here thinking about all the random things that I hear about people sticking on cars and their own ticket. Thanks for parking so close. Next time, leave a can opener so I can get out, that kind of thing. <laughs> right? Would that be on your banana ticket? Yeah. yeah. Similar to the hurt feelings reports that people can fill exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But back to this idea of what what does this have to do with parenting? Because we talked about one little trick to park parenting communication mistakes. And so as we flip this to, you know, how can we apply this to parenting? The key takeaway here has got to be set up your turns, set up those conversations as best you can. And there's two different ways that I can think of to approach this. One is what we have. We have the tool that we use called the, uh, the QOC, question, question only conversation. Yes. And that's something that's going to be available uh, through our website. If you're interested in getting your hands on it sooner, email us at createtransformbecome at gmail.com and we can send you that over. This is a free tool that we share, but this is taking that angle of let's prepare in advance to have that conversation. Tell us about the QLC. Well, we have, I mean, there's three, we have the three P's. Yep. Because we're in personal development and you have to, you have to, you have to use alliteration, alliterations, letters, bullet points. And our three P's are prepare, patience, and provide. I guess mm-hmm. I'm supposed here for the one weird little trick for parenting conversations, we're going to focus on the prepare. prepare. Yeah. Which, what I mean, one of the key things here is that this has to be intentional. Yes. And just like if you know you're going down an aisle and you know I may be going on the right, oh, there's one on the right, you already know I'm swinging, swinging out to the left. Rather than just all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to try to fit in here and it's not going to work. You find yourself in this conversation. So, and then you're like, oh, this didn't turn out the way I wanted to. And then you don't even want to do it again. You back out and you head on. (laughs) And you go hide somewhere because you're embarrassed (laughs) by your mistake. Right. So preparing for the conversation is 
this is where you're going in uh, thinking about being a listener. Yeah. Think about being a guide. Think about uh, what are what are some conversation starters. What are some curiosity questions that that I can ask my teen? Yeah. And it's joy. It's going to calm everything down. It's uh, it doesn't have to be scripted. This doesn't have to be like I said. If you swing out to the left, gosh, I'm sorry. I keep going back to perpendicular parking. But <laughs> if you swing out to the left, everything and you easier. go too far, and so you are essentially turning too late, you have enough space to adjust and now go and right now down the middle. Same yep. thing if you turn too soon. So what are so? I mean, if we if you were thinking up some curiosity questions or if you had a few, uh, we, let's make something up here. What better than that? What if I talk about a parent that we know that? Yep, that's a great story to share. We had a parent that was didn't know how to connect was, with his daughter better. Right, I trying to, to con- connect with his daughter better. Yeah, and I do. You mind if I run? Yeah, with go it? for it. So this this dad was trying as hard as he could, and you know his interests are more in like the athletic side of things. Uh, and he's able to connect with his son about some of the things that he does. But his daughter is more on the performance side of things and plays in the orchestra. And so she plays a specific instrument in the orchestra and he has a hard time connecting with her. So the challenge for him was creating starters where he could jump in and talk specifically about that instrument. And he did a great job of preparing himself by looking up some things about his daughter's instrument listening to some music that featured that instrument, doing a little bit of research on that. And then he equipped himself with some questions where it's like, hey, what's your favorite piece of music? What's your favorite thing about this instrument? And he was able to connect with her in a different way by honoring the thing that she was doing. It's awesome. And that's a great example of what you're talking about. Every kid's going to be a little different though. So it's like, if you have five kids, you're going to have to have five different ways of getting at this which gets at the idea of how hard it is to be a parent because being a parent is the hardest, hardest job, job and there's not a close second. Yeah, and we constantly make this mistake. I mean, this would be, to me, this would be akin to parking like a banana. Mm-hmm. We want to go in and advise, consult, criticize, where this is where we really get into our, our whole concept of stop parenting and start coaching yeah. is, or I know one of your big pet peeves that, and I'm not just going to say parents, I'm going to say we, we like, cause we have done we do this. <laughs> you go in and you talk about a past mistake. Oh, you bring up their past mistakes. That's, that's on such a no fly list. <laughs> like, yeah, those are like, these are the people that. That would, you know. I, I mean, if you, if that would actually be hitting the yeah, park, that's next to you. That's that person that was parking in front of that. If they would have just kept going, that's they run into your car. They hit the car on the other side. They back out. They do it again. And then they back out and go and leave. Right. It's a hit and run in a bad way. You know, another another thing I was thinking of in the preparation thing is this. You could be ready if you if you had a couple of questions or you just know there's the topic of conversation, for example, the instrument Mm -hmm. or music in general or something like that. 
this can be, you can be ready for all sorts of informal conversations that if you were to stack these up on top of each other over time, mm. you really are creating a connection that, I mean, we feel like sometimes this has to be this big formal, okay, we need to have a talk. <laughs> and then we're going to have this talk and oh boy, all of a sudden the connection is just airtight and yeah. it's going to last forever. And really, I think you're better off with all sorts of with a whole bunch of informal conversations that you're ready at any time. Like the, the spot on the right opens up and you're already ready for it. You know what to do. You know the one weird little trick and you've got a few topics in your pocket. You've got a few questions. And I think as a parent, you would all of a sudden start uh, looking out for, it's the old reticular activation system. You see the red car. <laughs> You want a red car, you see a red car, all of a sudden you're seeing red, red cars, cars everywhere. Ev everywhere. All of a sudden there's going to be opportunities that pop up and you'll, oh, I'm now going to talk to Isn't that a my, powerful thought? My daughter about this. I'm going to talk to my son about this. And you stack those up day after day and you're thinking that this isn't that big of a deal. Well, over time, it's a huge deal. Yeah. And then you sandwich that. I mean, then go ahead and put in the big formal talks when they're ready. And, and, and they, they go better. And I think those are always better if they come to you. When they come to you, that's your opportunity for a, a deeper, more meaningful talk. And the more informal talks you have, the better you set it up. I talked at the beginning about how there's, there's two ways to go at this. Um, that first way is is go with the QOC, the prepare thing. The other thing is what you're you're talking about here. It's that concept that everything is training for something. Everything is preparing you for and so all Are those little informal conversations, they're just preparing you for when one pops up. Because where people screw that up is when they get distracted, there's traffic, something else is weird is going on, and then they just sink to the level of their training. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. We don't rise to the occasion. We sink to the level of our training. Oh, I love this. So be more specific on how this, this affects parent to teen conversations. Uh, so when if, if you're going to sink to the level of your training, especially when the bright lights go on. So when there's a need for a big conversation, something happens and they need to, to come to you. You need to approach them about something or it, it happens quicker than we're anticipating, we don't have time to go through a formal QOC or a preparation process, you're gonna to sink to the level of your training. And if your training is criticize, your training is give advice, your training is don't listen, bring up past mistakes, and imply that they're gonna screw it up again, if that's what you've trained yourself to do, guess what shows up in the big moments? And that's sad. It's sad for the relationships that are most important to us. So it's the training and preparing yourself and you do that with all the little informal conversations. Having fun conversations with them, getting to know what they like, doing things that they like, listening to what they like, really just, just being there for them. And it's not being their friend, like their friend friend, but it's building a relationship with them. And that's how you train. And then when you need to have the big conversation, you're ready and you rise to the occasion because your training has prepared you to do it. It's awesome. And parents, you can do it. We believe in you. This is, this is a challenge, but you can develop these skills and develop the relationship you wanna have with your teens. Question for you. Fire away, cowboy. So if you are a parent 
and you have made this mistake. <laughs> you essentially have the person that was pulling into the the spot there with the people looking, you were looking right. at them, they felt pressure, they left. So what if you are feeling this guilt because you have parked like a banana, you have made this mistake, you have, and I, please, I don't think you guys have to go into a full confessional on all of your parking <laughs> mistakes, okay? But let's talk about your parental conversations. I even feel a pang of guilt thinking back of mistakes I've oh, made yeah. as a dad when I wasn't prepared, I, and in some cases, like especially as a younger parent, I, I know for a fact there's a whole bunch of people, there's a whole lot of people out there, they've been never been taught that perpendicular parking yep. tip. And there are people that have been taught it that just ignore it. Because they don't practice like, it. They're just, yeah, I'm not gonna do it, it's not that big of a deal, I'm still, between the I'm lines, I'm somewhat. It's okay. I've never got a ticket. Nobody slapped a yellow banana on my windshield. <laughs> but they're feeling, uh, what about the people that are feeling guilty because they've made these parenting conversation mistakes? Own the mistakes. It's uh, the best thing that, that you just step in. And honestly, kids respect when you apologize. They understand like, that your kids don't expect you to be perfect. They feel like you expect them to be perfect, but your kids don't expect you to be perfect, especially your teens. Like they, they get it that people aren't perfect. And sometimes acknowledging and just saying, wow, I really messed that up. Can we try that again? Yeah. I, I, wish, I wish I would have said this. Can we have that conversation again and I can do it better? And it's, you have to eat humble pie as a parent, but face it, it's the hardest job on planet earth and it's okay. It's okay right. to do that. But when you do that, now you don't have to drive and park in some other place where nobody can see you. And honestly, that's the worst mistake you can make when you make a mistake is now you turn one mistake into two. Now you use your first mistake as a wedge between you two instead of just saying, you know what? I really messed that up. I know you've said it, but it just this this makes me just believe in your your statement that parenting is the hardest job. Yeah. Can we just accept that having conversations is really difficult? I mean, in our last episode, we were talking about how difficult it is for a teen to have a conversation with their coach at times when they feel nervous, intimidated, unsure. It's okay to feel a little nervous, intimidated, unsure about having a conversation with your teenager, yeah. but with a little bit of preparation, you can make this happen. You can get it between the lines. Yep. And nervousness is actually a good sign. When we get nervous, it's because we're doing something we care about. So if you're nervous having these conversations with your kids, it's a good sign. It just means you care a lot. So make the investment to do it. The QOC is a great, powerful tool to help. Like we said, it's a free tool. Uh, you'll be able to find it as we get more and more online. You can also get it if you reach out to us at createtransformbecome at gmail.com. And we appreciate you being here today. Keep up the great work, MVPs. We love you. I was going to finish with a dad joke uh -oh. about bananas. Fire away. No. Uh, well, I was going to say I don't want well, you to go bananas. Well, I think a joke would be appealing right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Bye. On behalf of Steve Galley, I'm Nate Crandall, and we thank you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in to this episode. 
If you love what you're learning from the Stop Parenting and Start Coaching podcast, we would appreciate it very much if you would leave us a five-star review and some glowing comments. We also encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family who are parents of athletes and performers. And if you want to explore further and see what Steve and I are creating to help thousands of parents, athletes, and performers, please visit our company's website at createtransformbecome.com. That's createtransformbecome, all one word, .com. There you will find a growing number of resources to help you elevate your performance. Thank you again for your support, and we encourage you to create a magical relationship with your athlete and performer.